The following podcast is an enticing media production. Thank you for listening to this podcast. You are now socially obligated to pour yourself a drink and welcome to the Drunk Squirrel. the rate we're going we need to refresh our drinks for that wittiness yeah i mean we, <laughs> we so we poured the drinks and then we started doing this but you didn't i haven't had my drink yet okay well i have but you had you were drinking before me so i was drinking that does offset you. a little bit anyway it does so but we do require adult supervision now uh, at least for the first part of this episode <laughs> at least for the first like minute or two yeah um because we're, she's gonna reveal some things not of herself um, which sadly it's not going to happen, but she's going to reveal some other things. So. Yes, the the big boss is in. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the, uh, I'm the big boss. The, the the producer of the show, uh, co-owner of Enticing Media, Nell. Thank you, thank you guys for having me. I'm, I didn't even plan on being here, and I'm very honored. So I guess um, we can explain what we're going to do right now. Yeah. Right. So Rob, would you like to? Sure. So. Um, Nell has given us some numbers as the show went live, and when we're recording, the second episode hasn't even gone up yet. Uh, but, you know, li- little bits of numbers, little bits of, hey, things things are going. and uh, Things are going really well. Yeah, so we, we haven't seen what is kind of the final numbers of where we're at. So Nell's sitting over there. I think she's got the web browser open because she's smiling ear to ear. Yeah, because we're so, for context, we're... Basically, uh, two weeks out, roughly, from the very first episode, not the trailer, but the actual first episode dropping. Right, from the first time you and I, uh, that episode being up. Yes. And the second episode drops in like 48 hours. Yes. Yes. Right. Um, Yeah. So for context, it's been about two weeks since the first episode dropped. Yeah. So... Yeah. No. Well, okay, I want to play a game with you guys. Oh, no. Yeah, I want you to guess. So now, what we're looking at here are numbers as a whole. Um, and then I'll break it down by episode. Because technically, you have two episodes out. You have a trailer, and then you have your first full <laughs> episode. <laughs> I mean, I, I just... It's funny, because I don't think of the trailer as an episode, so... I mean. <laughs> yeah, so, that, that trailer was a train wreck when we recorded it. <laughs> Right, but uh, I don't know that I would call it a train wreck from a numbers standpoint. Fortunately, yeah. our uh, producer and editor made us sound good. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it, isn't right. that true of our wives? Yes, but, that's a fact. And, and I just want to point out the last that. time someone was like, "Hey, I want to play a game," that did not end well. <laughs> that's oh, true. Oh well, I want to play a game. I <laughs> run away. Feel like this game might end well. Okay, good. for you guys. All right. So the first question of this game on this reveal of your current numbers: How many downloads do you think you have in total as of this moment? Yeah, this is hard for me to guess because this is my first soiree into personally uh, podcasting, hosting a podcast. Rob, you have previously hosted, co-hosted a podcast, so and you know what your numbers were for that. Yeah, but here's the thing, um, and, and this is where my context is broken. In two years, almost 100 episodes, we had 4,000 downloads. Total? Total. Okay. 
Okay. So it came out oh, to wow. like what, 40 an episode or something like that. Mm. Yeah. Um, that, and honestly, that's about average listenership yeah. per episode, not necessarily downloads. But now this is where the context breaks because when you gave us numbers at Christmas for just the trailer, the trailer was at 4,000 ep- downloads and it was, well, shoot, I don't know what I'm doing anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I have no context for where we're okay. at. Okay. So what are you asking okay. us? What, she well, wants us to guess. Repeat, repeat the question. What? How many downloads do you think you have in total at this moment? Like for both the trailer and the I, I'm going to throw a really lofty number out there, and I don't know if it's that. Um, but in total, we have like 8,000 maybe? No. No? No. You, you got to get a little more into it before you get that. Okay. I just, well, you started, you know. I See, I, know. I was thinking we have right around 7,000. A little less. A little less. A little less. You have 6,591. Is that good? That's very good. Okay, cool. You only have two technical episodes out. Kenny, they really like us. They like us. They really, <laughs> really like us. <laughs> so I'll break it down for you. Your trailer has 3,784 downloads, um, and <laughs> your first episode has 2,807. It's kind of weird that the trailer has more downloads than the episode. Well, the trailer's been out longer. Still. Well, and you got to think. Some people probably listened and went, what is going on with these two idiots? Nope. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, you so different factors go in here. So, yes, the trailer's been out uh, two weeks longer. It's actually been out for almost exactly a month. Mm-hmm. So if you think about it, uh, the, okay, so about a month, you're getting <laughs> more downloads on the first episode quicker because you're at 2807 for that yeah. than you are the trailer now. I guess that's true. Do you see what I'm, What's you see what I'm saying? So I see. I see. Yeah. You guys are doing really, really well. Over 6,500 downloads in just two episodes in that's... a month. Is kind of amazing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so that be proud. Is... I appreciate uh, all of you that have listened. I appreciate you continuing to do so. Yeah. yeah that that uh, mind melting. I. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. This is. Be proud of yourself. This is crazy. We're gonna keep it going though. Oh yeah, and and we're gonna work on. We're gonna talk about it, but we we gotta get a name for the community too. Yeah. Yeah. But. Yeah. We'll uh we'll let the community decide hopefully yeah we'll or at least on. help decide yeah absolutely give, give us some ideas oh my gosh all right so um this is where i'm gonna bow out thank you everybody for listening and subscribing you have a total of 23 subscribers right now so <laughs> that's also amazing so congratulations virtual claps i'm not gonna clap into the mic because it's not gonna sound very good but... clappity 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 <laughs> So I'm we'll going to bow it. out now and let you guys continue the episode. So really happy to reveal those numbers to you. Keep growing and you're doing awesome things. And thanks everybody out there for listening and supporting the Drunk Squirrel podcast. You had your own podcast previously. So you guys are telling me it's good. So I'm going to go with that. Yeah. I mean, just, uh, yeah, the context I had got sank with that trailer. But, you know, you're sitting over there drinking and I haven't had a sip of this yet. So yeah. So what you need to do. So what are we drinking? So uh, this is not very creative. <laughs> um, it's Captain and Coke. Um, it's my drink of choice 
year round. I have seasonal drinks that I, you know, gin and tonics in the summer, that kind of thing. Mm. Um, but this is like my year round. Like I can have this any time of the year. And what's in this in particular is the Captain Morgan spiced rum, but the private stock, okay. which is, um, it's smoother. I feel it's less sweet. Captain Morgan, when you drink it enough, can become a little bit sweet, honestly, mm. in, in my opinion, especially when you're mixing it with Coke, because Coke's kind of sweet on its own. Um, but the private stock's so smooth. And I feel like, for me personally, you can't put enough private stock in it <laughs> to make it undrinkable. But you know how drinks are where well, you yeah. put too much in it's like <laughs> it's like, oh my goodness. I'll <laughs> take paint off the wall. But private stock is so smooth and it doesn't have that burn that whiskey and bourbon and stuff have. And you know See now that that's right where I prefer my drinks. But yes. I, I have never had a Captain and Coke. That's so. wild to me. I mean, because Captain and Cokes are you know kind of we, a staple. We went through what was my rum drinking experience in our first episode. It's true. And I had never had a Dark and Stormy. So. And, I mean, that's if I have rum, it's okay. I'm going to go have a Gosling's Dark and Stormy. And I'm so. just, I'm a rum guy in general. So Rob's taking a sip. Okay. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. That's not bad. No, it's good. Yeah. Be interesting because um, I should make you. A <laughs> an actual rum and like an actual like the regular Captain Morgan because I have that too. Yeah. Um, and see if you have the same opinion on it that I that I do. You know, interesting thing about the Captain Morgan, you know, the spice rum versus the private stock is normally the step up is a lot more expensive in in liquor, mm. and this it this like four bucks. Five bucks difference, yeah, and actually, at the I was we were at the liquor store because Nell needed bourbon uh, <laughs> last night, and the they wait, actually wait, have wait, it on sale. On. Kenny, what did you do that your wife needed bourbon? No, she just was out of bourbon. Okay, so it wasn't like she needed it immediately, <laughs> but she was out of it. <laughs> so, but it was on sale for twenty two bucks, which oh, is a bad. really yeah. good price for a really nice bottle. Um, of Captain, so I mean, and that's the time to buy it when it's on sale. Sadly, I, I, I didn't. I we were going back and forth because she wanted Woodford, and all they had was like the giant mammoth bottle. So she ended up going with Jefferson's, I think. So in that process, I forgot to grab a bottle. <laughs> I wanted to. I was like, oh, I want to grab a bottle of that since it's on sale before we leave. And then we left, and I never did. So because <laughs> we were really going back and forth, because she was seriously thinking about buying like the gallon jug of Woodford, so um, <laughs> which we did not do. <laughs> so, uh, such is life. But anyway, so she had never had Jeffersons before, so um, she's going to try that today, I think, and uh, you know we'll know what she thinks of it. So yeah, and um, that'll be a part of what the next episode is that we're doing. But we'll we'll talk about that later. Yeah, sure. But one thing for clarity, real quick. Mm -hmm. You know, we talk about how we want to just everybody can come to the table, have a drink, and mm -hmm. we can interact. It's not so much about what the drink is and if it has alcohol. It's just oh yeah, we can come to the table and have a drink. There's some really nice. I don't know if you drink any um, sparkling waters at uh, all. Occasionally, I very mean, rarely. There's a bunch of them out there, yeah. right? Um, but we really we came across uh, Spindrift. Oh, okay, yeah, I've heard um, of that. It is. We were drinking like bubbly and LaCroix. And then, of course, uh, Costco Kirkland has their own brand of sparkling water, too. 
Um, but we ended up with Spindrift at one point, and it blows them all out of the water. And it's all it is, <laughs> it is water, and actual fruit juice is what Ooh. it's in it. So there's nothing in it, but the flavor is elevated. So I, it's really, and we have a ton. I, I can let you try some. We have a ton. They have like yeah, a half to... and half lemon and uh, lemon and tea Ooh. version, which is excellent. And Nell just bought last night at Target. Uh, they call it Nojito. So it's like a mojito with no none of the alcohol in it. Huh. So it's like it's mint, and it, you know. And yeah. she's I haven't had one yet, but she said it's outstanding. So the Spindrift is level up from all of those. So <laughs> if you just want to crack a Spindrift. We drink them constantly. We really, we really go through them. Yeah, I, Melinda, my wife. I mean, she prefers sparkling water when mm-hmm. we can do that. And I, I like the change. I like to, I, I like to drink water, especially during the day, like at work. Um, but I like the, I like the change to add some flavor and add some. I call it fizz, <laughs> but it's nice to change it up a little bit. See, this is where I have to admit I'm a bit boring. Where it's effectively, I drink water, I drink coffee, and I'll drink. Scotch. Yeah. It, I mean, that's. I drink water. I drink coffee. Do you put um, cream or milk or anything in your coffee? Or are you a black coffee drinker? Everything I drink, it's just as it is. So it's, it's straight. water, it's black coffee, or it's straight scotch. You seem sound a lot like Nell's dad in that respect. Like, he drinks <laughs> a lot of things just straight. You know, he doesn't want. no. Yeah. Ad, he says no additives. Yeah. So. Hey. I, the whole concept of cocktails is even something where it's, eh, I've not really explored. Yeah, and, you know, I, admittedly, I don't like bourbon and scotch, whiskey, that kind of stuff. So I would love to just get one of those, like, big sphere ice cubes that, you, you mm. know, either you can make or get and just pour some and sip on it for a couple hours. Like, I would love to do that, but my palate, <laughs> I'm hoping maybe as I get older it'll change, but it hasn't yet, so... Hey, everybody has their unique taste, and that's part of what's beautiful and what's fun with this. Yeah. I mean, you know, as we have guests on, we're mm-hmm. going to explore different and other drinks and sure. what they prefer, and, you know, topics of conversation, which I, I have been thinking about. Okay. Some things that I wanted to talk with you about that will lead perfectly into where we're going in the next episode. Okay. But so, I'm all ears. Travel and community. Okay. So, when you and Nell, you guys, you travel. I mean, you have a, a travel YouTube channel. As much as possible. Yeah. I mean, you, you escape as often as possible. You talk mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. You do a radio show with, uh, what is it, Kenny's Points Proper? <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's, that's because that, se- that segment is becoming more challenging because you, you realize after a while you can only really say so much about it. Like, well, unless there's something new that pops up that week in the world of points and miles, like a really good deal or something, it you can, you can only say so much. So, but, yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, is it is it solely travel points that you get on your credit card, or is mm-hmm. it just points, tips, and tricks yeah. as you travel? So, travel hacks. Yeah, basically. I yeah. like to, you know, I don't want to, like, pigeonhole it. Um, but, yeah, so I like to keep it at, like, travel hacks. Nell likes to call it the points proper segment. Um and we may evolve that a little bit to yeah. just like a travel hacking segment. And it doesn't have to be anything super in-depth, just just a little tip. But that's a huge piece of what you do and who you are. Yes. And it's what the, I really love. Well, but one of the neat things I love when you come back from trips is hearing some of the stories that you have 
of the people you encounter and mm-hmm. these moments of community that you're building mm-hmm. in and away from home. Yeah. And part of the reason I'm, I'm kind of leaning into it today is because that's even what I'm trying to do, but here at home. Right. So just looking at what is, what is it to be in a community to wide and far? I mean, what does that look like? What does that mean? And as we're building the drunk squirrel, I mean, shoot, that's a huge question in and of itself. What do, what are we doing here? Well, I mean, essentially we are attempting to build a community here um, because um, we did, I mean, we enjoy sitting here having this drink with microphones in our faces, <laughs> looking at each other, laughing and and recording this, right? But right. it means absolutely nothing if the community on the other end doesn't enjoy it. Right. And because that's, that's what we want. And that's a huge piece of it where it's we, we want to be with you. We want to have a yeah. drink with you. I mean, we've got the social media stuff. We've got the email because yeah. we want that interaction. Absolutely. We and want you to, if you're local, we want you to find us at the bar and like belly up and sit next to us. So, yeah, I. All right. So, <laughs> so speaking of bellying up at the bar. We just had a drink break due to technical difficulties. Technical difficulties, which, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, screensaver came up, and I was trying to get the screensaver off the screen, so I like clicked, and I I'm thinking the uh, mouse was hovering over the stop record button, and it just stopped recording. I looked over. I'm like, oh, uh-oh. <laughs> so we got a little more rum. Yeah. So, and I got a chance to. Used the facility, so um, <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't a total loss. So, but hey, this is we're very we're authentic here, and that's what we're trying to be. Exactly. So. But that also brings us back into going, you know, full circle, I guess, mm-hmm. somehow. You know, why is it that you guys, when you travel, you just build community? Why why do you do that? Uh, it I we didn't do it um, on purpose. I don't think. Um, it just sort of happened. So, I mean, we enjoy when we go, even locally, we always have, Nell and I, enjoyed sitting at the bar versus sitting at a table. Um, you mentioned that in the last episode. Yeah, and it's not, I mean, because I'm going to order, I'm going to eat the same thing, I'm going to drink the same thing, regardless of where I'm sitting. But... You know, in the instances where we ended up sitting at a table because there were no seats at the bar somewhere, it's never as fun for me. And it's the interaction with whoever I'm sitting next to um, is, you know, just like you could strike up a conversation with or the bartender. Like all of the local places we go, we're friends with the bartenders, <laughs> not because we drink that much that they like us. It's because we've struck up conversation with them by sitting at the bar all the time. And, you know, some of the places they'll be like, we'll walk in. I mean, not just us, like other people, other regulars, too. But they'll like start shifting people around at the bar to make room for us. So that's pretty cool. But it was an accidental thing being (laughs) out, you know, speaking to people um, as a result of sitting at bars, even in, in Clearwater eating breakfast. I mean, when it's just Nell and I, we there's a place we go to Clear Sky Cafe. And they have a bar and the bar is open for breakfast and you can sit at the bar and eat your eggs and whatever else you're getting. 
And so that's what we did. Every morning we were at Clear Sky, sitting at the bar, eating breakfast, having a mimosa or two. <laughs> and we got with the one time we went with our friend Dustin and the bartender, we were there for four or five days, something like that. So we ate breakfast there every day and the bartender gave him a nickname, you know what? So we built that community. Um, and you know, then there was the, the cab ride in St. Thomas, um, with the, the, the cab driver from Jerusalem. And it uh, was just long enough to ask him, like, how, how did you end up here? You're from Jerusalem. How did you end up in St. Thomas? You know? And, see, I have to say, that's one of the neatest things is yeah. when you sit with people mm-hmm. just for five minutes sometimes. Yep. The stories. Oh, yeah. I, there are moments where it's, are you sure that happened? But then there are those other moments where you're like, wow, that, I yeah. Yeah. The, the person is genuine enough that life is wild and these intersections oh yeah and you may you you may think that you've had a wild ride and then you talk about <laughs> you talk to the guy that was born in jerusalem that ended up driving a cab in saint thomas just wild <laughs> i mean you can't even wrap your head around how that happens but even so i mean there are moments when they may very well walk away and be like oh my gosh i met these people from america today and they do this and they're looking at it and yeah. seeing your life is wild yeah, and you know, it's interesting because um so we started our YouTube channel right before the pandemic started, which obviously was a terrible thing to do. <laughs> we obviously we didn't know that. Um but so we've traveled um mostly or exclusively in the United States since then. And you know, those cool experiences with the random cab driver um, in, you know, in, uh, on an Island somewhere is I feel like sometimes you don't get those same experiences traveling domestically. You can, but we, we haven't as much. Yeah. There's something to be said culturally Yeah, for how we can interact. And there's almost this initial right. kind of guard yeah, because in most up. places, I mean, we're in the United States or whatever, we're renting a car or something like that. Well, I mean, I'm not renting. I, we didn't rent a car in St. Thomas. We didn't rent a car in St. Martin. Um, so you get to have those interactions just by default because you want to go somewhere and then just strike up the conversation. You know, hey, where are you from? Are you from the island or did you end up here? I love, hmm. I love, love, love that. Um, we ran into in St. Thomas, so we went to a restaurant slash bar that someone that I went to high school owned, which was weird. Like I put on Facebook, we were going to St. Thomas. He's like, "Hey man, I have a I like, I knew he was there, yeah." But he's like, "Oh, I have a bar restaurant here." I'm like, "Oh, cool." So he's like, "You guys should come in." So that's how, that's where the cab ride came from to go to his restaurant. Wow. And the, so we sat down with him for 15 minutes or so. It was the first time I had seen him since high school. We weren't buddies in high school, but we but were still, acquaintances. But still, there's that mutual. Yeah. Yeah. And then so our waitress, um, so we got to talking to her. Why, or, you know, because I'm, I'm fascinated by people on islands. I want to know, were you born here? How did you get here? How, mm. What made you move to an island if you weren't born here? That is fascinating to me. And she she moved from Seattle, and she her story was she bought a 
one-way plane ticket, sold everything she had in Seattle as a young girl, um, and flew to St. Martin, or I'm sorry, St. Thomas, and sat in the airport, answered a Craigslist ad for a room to rent from this random dude, right? Which, I mean, look, I'm not it, recommending that. That that sounds like the beginning of like a horror story. Right. For her, it worked out perfectly. Oh, man. Wow. The guy came to pick her up at the airport. She said it was the nicest guy. He just had a room to rent. She lived there for a while till she got some friends, got herself on her feet, got an apartment with somebody else, worked at uh, my or my acquaintance, Jeremy, worked at his bar and restaurant, and none of them had any family on the island. So for holidays, the ones that aren't flying home, they all get the people that work at the restaurant, they get together for the holidays. Oh, wow. Right. That's the kind of stuff that I end up figuring out and talking to people about <laughs> it's fascinating you want a one-way ticket shacked up with this random guy on craigslist um it just uh, the the trust that you had to put like you must be like in seattle she must have been like this is complete crap i hate where my life is going here i'm gonna do this well and that's also an incredible bit where it's how how do you escape communities? How do you yeah. get out of the negative ones? I will have to talk more on that one another time. Yeah, so, I mean, clearly she was either escaping something or she just wanted to live on an island really badly. Yeah. And, I mean, I can relate. Well, or even just needing an entirely, because Seattle's dark and gray and yeah. rainy. And the Caribbean is not. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Which is part of, it was one of the best parts of it, that Nell's sister is traveling right now in... Uh, Mexico, mm. and she was today was her first morning. She's there for a destination wedding. She's sending me pictures all morning, and we haven't <laughs> been to, we haven't been to an island or true tropical location since before the pandemic. And oh man, now I'm jonesing. You're you're itching for it. Oh, those pictures, man! I just yeah, <laughs> I miss it. I mi I, I miss the the tropical locations. Well, you got to make a trip. That's that's a fact. You got to make a trip. That's a fact. You, you know? speak the truth, my friend. You know, hey, and if we keep building this thing, maybe we do a uh, an episode on location. Oh yeah, that would be how how awesome would it be to record an episode like just toes in the sand, toes in the water sand. in front of us, and just we'd, hey, we'd have here to have we some, are. Let's we'd have to have some kind of a power source to power this. We're gonna run an ex a long extension cord back to our room. But well, you know what's great? That's not our problem. That's our producer's problem. Oh, that is true. We do have a producer. <laughs> yes, that's great. Yeah, just. You know, start walking around the beach with drinks in hand, and hey, who are you? Here's a drink. Talk with us. Yeah, come over here. Say a couple words. We got a question for you. Where <laughs> are you, you from? Get there? Where yeah. are you from? Are you vacationing? Do you live here? You know what? Tell us your story. Oh man, that would be wild. I just want to know people's stories. People's people's stories fascinate me, and I love hearing them. So. Well, and I think that's a great bit with what we're trying to get in this podcast, as well as just people's stories. Not yes. just us, but, you know, let's get people. Yeah, for and, sure. And I'm excited because a bunch of people have responded and been like, hey, I love what you're doing. We want to be on. Yeah, we've had a number of people reach out, <laughs> um, which is something that we also, you know, need to talk about because we have, you know, these little planning sessions and we need to come up with a schedule because these people are wanting to be on. They like what we're doing. Yeah, I we've got a rough schedule, and we might have a few more episodes where, you know, it's not just Kenny and I, but Kenny and I and a third. Yeah, so that's, it's going to be, seems like there's going to be a lot of that coming up, so. 
Yeah. I don't know how we're going to mix this in. We'll figure it out as we go because y'all we're figuring this out on the fly. Yeah. Um, basically this, we are not a polished group. (laughs) I mean, you know, our producer is, but the two of us, we're definitely not. I was going to say, do you want the two of us polished? No. I I think the beauty of you and I is that we're not pretty. Well, that's a fact. You can't look at us and be like, hey, those getting out. No, those guys. I'm not sure our wives are even looking at us like, hey, there's the hot stuff. No, I guarantee you they're not. This is also (laughs) why we're behind the microphone and not behind a camera. Although I, and yeah, wait a camera, minute. But I mean, <laughs> Nell is much prettier behind the camera than I am. <laughs> but anyway, but yeah, we're we're community is wild. Yep, people they, are wild. Community I, can be whatever you want it to be, too. Oh, it can be, and it's not. You know, the definition is pretty broad. And with what I do, I love being able to connect with and sit with people mm-hmm. with. Uh, you know, families and just what their stories are, where they're coming out of, what they as a family have conquered and survived sure. or gone through. And I can't speak to everything because there's that level of. Sure. I mean, you know, they confide in you. Yeah. Um, and so you're not going to. But that's a huge piece of what I love mm-hmm. with my job because I'm not going out and about building community or. Mm-hmm. I am locally. I'm not going abroad. There's yeah, a, I mean, you're building a community here, here, um, and around, around, and in the church, right? And I mean, faith is a big part of everything I do, which is part of the community base. But it's that aspect, it's that element that I really love and enjoy. Where it's just, hey, I don't know who you are, mm-hmm. but I just want to love and accept you for who you are, and yeah. we can talk and have great equalizing moments, and yeah. Yeah, I've noticed, um, I've noticed, uh, you know, a, f- a few new faces um, around the church, and um, it's just, it's just interesting, um, and it's nice to see, um, because it's not, it's not the same old, same old, because you're trying to build that community, and you want, you know, where, whatever community you're trying to build, you want people to be comfortable there, um, and not, it can't be more important than in a church like that has to be a comfort level so this is a little wild for me Mm -hmm. i haven't known how to process this Mm -hmm. yet uh and outside of my family and outside of uh pastor robin who's actually going to be on next episode it's not something i've talked a lot about Mm -hmm. uh but back in december i got a call from presbytery our local presbytery here okay and they're like hey you've been nominated we'd like you to be on our new worshiping communities committee that's outstanding. It, it's wild. Well, I mean, because uh, what it, it proves is somebody's recognizing something, right? Well, but what's wild for me is I'm looking, I'm just saying, I, I'm just creating moments to talk to people. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing anything exceptional or outstanding. No, I mean, that is exceptional and outstanding, but you're bringing people together, though. And, well, and that's what we're trying that, to do. Now, is. I've been handed amazing tools and resources in the past year. Like, we just put a playground in, and a, a different committee did that, and th- that by itself, just having a place for kids, families to come, mm-hmm. be safe in an enclosed playground, and play. Yeah, I, I've i said for years um, with the church that we, going all the way back to when they used to have the church picnic over at South, over at a local park. So, uh, yeah. Um, and I'm like, this is ridiculous. I mean, so we were, we were 
we were blessed with the <laughs> church that we have and a and a big amazing grounds surrounding the church. Now I'm not talking about, you know, we don't have a city block, but there's plenty of room outside the church. And coming into a building that you're unfamiliar with and unfamiliar with the people is a daunting thing for a lot of people. But if you start putting more things outside for the community to see, they're much more, um, I think they're much more willing to just walk up and do something uh, outdoors. And that'll get them in the doors if you want to build that community. One of the wild things we did, um, we do a trunk or treat event every year. And Pastor Robin had said, hey, it would be great if we could put an arch across the driveway. Which gave me just enough permission. (laughs) And that's always the dangerous thing. But it's easier to ask for forgiveness (laughs) than permission. Right. So coordinating with a couple of people, we wound up finding this giant inflatable arch. It was so big that it didn't fit under the trees (laughs) in the driveway. So we had to, to move it. It catches the eye. And it really did. And it was wild because I was out. I don't even remember where I was. But I was talking with someone and they're like, oh, so what do you do? And I said, I, I work at a church and it's over here. Wait a minute. Is that the one with that giant inflatable? Yep, that was me. Yep, that's the one. <laughs> that's the one. And, mm-hmm. you know, going back to the, the the picnic stuff. Yeah, I was the one who eight years ago kind of brought the picnic back in little ways yeah, and said, Hey, let's go do it at South Hills instead yeah. of doing it at the church. Yeah. So that was my my mistake. Now, well, we... I don't know that that's a mistake, but at some point, like I'm like it reintroduced the idea. We got moving on it again, and yeah. now we have it at the church. Right. And I mean, you and a couple other guys show up with a trailer and smoked meat and a keg hidden somewhere. We well, that was the first year we got you and know. the second and the third. Well, sorry, it's it hasn't been a keg since the first year, the... but there's beer somewhere. The first year there was a keg <laughs> and there was a handful that, you know, thought that might not, that maybe wasn't a good idea. And it's like, okay, so now we just do it privately. We just put it in our Yetis <laughs> and it's like, you can, you know, you can tell us no, but it's there it's, somewhere. Yeah. I mean, you know, but yeah. So the, the church situation is, um, is getting pretty cool. I mean, I, I like all the outdoor stuff. Obviously, not this time of year, but um, yeah, it's uh, it's cool. We have like the outdoor movie night and you know things like that. So it's nice to it's nice to see that. Yeah, I community is beautiful wherever we can build it. It is, whether it's on vacation or whether it's through a podcast or in yeah. a church. And churches, I, th- I think it gets lost too easy to that call of, hey, we're here, we should be ingrained and built into the community somehow. Yeah, yeah. You know, it doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, so from my perspective, Jesus should be preached, but the church should be looking at that in a sense of, hey, we can do this in word and action, and let's yes. push into that action. Yes, my opinion has always been, and, you know, it's, I don't know if actually ever think we had this conversation but my opinion has has always been i don't need four walls to you need a beach sand and drinks well yeah that's what i that's <laughs> what i need but i guess my point is at the like at the church like you know there's we can do the same thing 
outside, or we can do the same thing in a different part of the church, like in down in down in what we call Snyder Hall. Um, you know, you can have the same message uh, alongside a bunch of food, right? And that's a community too, right? And I was not trying to lean in heavy to the church bit because I know we're gonna yeah next episode we're yeah, probably gonna just, lean in that. It kind of went there, but but you know. That's, the, what, that's the beauty of podcasting. It just goes, kind of goes. Yeah, we did not chart this episode out. The only no. thing I knew going into this episode was I had a question, and I was going to be drinking Captain and Cokes. Yeah. So I have a question for you before we wrap up. Um, so how was you know how was Christmas for? Oh yeah. Christmas. How was Christmas for the family? I know you know you had your you know your fam <laughs> you and Mel and the kids, and then you went to Baltimore for uh, some other family time. So how was Christmas? Yeah, so I have to admit this. I do have family in Baltimore. I love them dearly, but they're Ravens fans. So Yeah, and you're a Steelers fan, so yeah, we can. Hey, I wore my jersey while I was down there, and that was the right before the Ravens game, Yeah, which you know, somehow we won. I, I, I love my team, but what, what the hell? Well, you I guys mean, are <laughs> screwing with my heart. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think, you know, leaning into sports a little bit, I mean, obviously, you know, you realize that it was going to be, it was figuring to be a rough year for the Steelers, just given their quarterback situation. Um, but, you know, drafting uh, Kenny Pickett. Pickett was a big move. Um, they started the year with uh, Mitchell Trubisky, which you knew wasn't going to last because um, Kenny Pickett was the guy. And, you know, at some point they realized, all right, it's time to take our lumps here. Um, but they were much better the second half of the season. Yeah, uh, we did turn around that second and, half. You know, and, and that Ravens game was, I mean, that was a fight. Yeah, and it always is. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how many guys are out or how many guys are playing or any of those things. The games always turn out the same way. Yeah. Always, right? It's one of those write it down situations. Like, this is going to be a field goal game. Which makes it a good game. I, I will never game. complain about that, but I mean, yeah. as a Steelers it's fan. It's a frustrating game sometimes. Exactly. Because you're like, oh my God, why are you kicking so many field goals? Why, why can nobody get it in the end zone? But yeah. it's, still a, it's still a really good football game um, with two perennially successful teams, and that's what makes it a good rivalry, you know, so... It and you know what? It wasn't a great season, but I'm happy with the season. It the was Steelers. a much better season than I think I expected. We finished strong. Um, as strong as we could. It's a huge amount of things to build on for next year. So you, oh should, my gosh. Be, you should be excited about uh, you know next year. So I, I am excited. But so, yeah, I'm an Eagles fan, so yeah. I'm pretty pumped right now. <laughs> um, although, you know, with uh, Jalen getting hurt and they kind of limped into the playoffs a little – or didn't limp into the playoffs, but limped – into the end of the season a little bit, but that happened when they won the Super Bowl. I know, you know, I you know, know. with uh, Carson getting hurt and Foles coming in, and uh, Foles did not look good. Those final games of the season he played, they were not good football games, <laughs> and you know, so that's what I'm holding my hope to. But at the end of the day, I don't know if they're going to win the Super Bowl, um, but I can tell you that I think uh, they're on the right track. Jalen Hurts is a good quarterback. He's an even even better human being, it seems like, from everything that he's saying the right things, he's doing the right things, and that's a good start. So, Yeah, I don't know who I'm rooting for in the playoffs yet, but Bills and Eagles are up there. 
Yeah, I, so. I really, really, really like the Bills, even before the whole DeMar, DeMar, Ham- yeah. DeMar Hamlin thing. Um, I'm just a big, f- I'm a big fan of their fan base. I'm a bit of a wrestling fan myself, so I like that they put each other through tables at the tailgates. It's kind of cool, kind of want to go to one. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I'm also a big-time Doug Peterson guy. Um, he brought a Super Bowl to Philadelphia that I didn't believe was going to ever happen. And so I'm really, really, really happy for him and the Jaguars. And I'm really rooting for them to go as far as humanly possible. So aside from the Eagles, um, obviously I want the Ravens to do well. They're, you know, it's not going well for them quarterback-wise right now. So I don't know how far they're going to go. But Eagles and Jaguars for me is what I'm doing. So um, so I guess we're going we're gonna to wrap it up here. Yeah, we do. We've uh, rambled on long enough. And uh, we have some lunch. We do have lunch on the way, and our, our guest for the next episode is on the way. Yes, so, yeah. But we do need to finish with two things. What are we finishing with? Well, Kenny's Nuggies of Wisdom. <laughs> wow, Kenny. Kenny, you haven't given us your Nuggies yet. Um, yeah, so I guess I, I, guess I haven't. Um, I, I feel like uh, running into the community thing um, is, like, just don't be afraid to just Talk to random people. I mean, you know, maybe don't be a weirdo about it. <laughs> like, be in the right setting. Um, but don't be afraid to just strike up conversation with people um, because uh, you never know where that's going to go. I, you, we, we talked about that community, and I am friends on Facebook with an uh, employee at a resort that we have frequented in the Dominican Republic. So... That's the community a little bit. So um, don't be afraid to talk to random people because you never know their story. You never know where that conversation is going to go. So talk to people. Yeah. That's my nuggies of wisdom. That's excellent. Yeah. So. uh, Yeah. All right. Thank you, everyone, for talking with us. And, you know, cheers. Here's to you. Here's to everybody that continues to listen. Go out and talk this week. See, See what you find out. Yeah. Get out in the world. Talk to the guy next to you. Talk to the lady next to you. Talk to the youngster next to you. Just talk. You never know what that youngster's going to say. I can tell you that. Oh, my gosh. That's Here, that sounds like an old guy <laughs> saying youngster. You never know what the child might say. <sighs> um, but, yeah, you never know what's going to come out of their mouth. That's for sure. Yeah, that is. Yeah. So you know that, be- you know that better than I do. So Yep. It's wild. So, so go have a drink and yeah, go talk. So, all right. Well, we're going to wrap this up. And, uh, Rob... We'll we'll see you in thank two you. weeks. Yeah, thank you for uh, being in the studio again. Yeah, and uh, you know, thank you for letting me sit behind the, you know, hit the wrong button apparently at some point during the show. <laughs> well, so. and and holy smokes, thank you to everyone listening. Yeah, we're going to be working on you know what what the community name is that we're building here. We're going to put some stuff out on that soon. Yeah. Because you guys are awesome. Those numbers are amazing. Yeah, and we want some input from you. So Yeah, absolutely. So much love to you guys. You know, cheers to you guys. Because yeah. th- this isn't just Kenny and I. This is all of us. This is a community. Absolutely. As we talked about. So, All right. All right, everyone. Well, thank you for listening to the, the Drunk Squirrel. The Drunk Squirrel <laughs> podcast. And uh, we'll see everybody in two weeks. So cheers. Right. Cheers.
Thanks for listening to The Drunk Squirrel. No need to pay a tab. Just be sure to follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and drop us a line, thedrunksquirrel82 at gmail.com. Cheers.